0: I love that, Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's
1: right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who you, Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with. Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's gonna have it. Why? Oh no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right, it always goes back to Swope. Swope. Buck
2: Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. up kids you're listening to Swope's Picks episode 33 Stephen Wildwood's tired of it a little later we'll be joined by Steve and Wildwood but right now let's flash back to July 2014
3: well, get on with it, mother... Get on with it, motherfucker. Oh well, get on with it, mother... Hey, Thanks. Tim, I'm got a Joshua bullshit. story
1: from a few years ago. I was at McCormick and Schmick's for Happy Hour a few years ago with a buddy and in walked a very tan-slash-orange guy with an Affliction T-shirt, one of those leather jackets with fringe that Billy Jack wore, and a blonde on his arm. The blonde was surprisingly hot, by the way. We got to talking and figured out it was Joshua. Yes, the Joshua. He told us he was selling himself and pulled out a lot of 100s and that some guy had purchased 20% of the Joshua franchise for $22,000. He wanted us to listen to his songs on iTunes but couldn't pull up on his phone, so he used his girlfriend's phone. While we were listening, some guy texted his girlfriend and said it was great making out with her last night. (laughs) We started laughing. He thought we were laughing at the songs, not seeing the text. He was offended and left soon after. It was a surreal experience. Steve in Wildwood. I think that's a true story. Sounds like it. I think that's a true story. Steve in Wildwood.
3: Dogtown Astrovan
1: gets my vote.
0: I'll go for uh, for old Dave at work. I like Steve in Wildwood. Well, then nobody wins, it seems. If there's three of us and we have three different votes... The, the prize simply goes uh, Willie on uh,
1: Weezer uh, Donnie Most Plowboy uh, uh, Congress has spoken. We are going with Stephen Wild. Stephen Wild, what is shipping? Yeah, in ship yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the day, and i tired,
4: tired of it. it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: Ike by nine blues Is that the uh, Deutsch? It sounds like it. Yeah, say it again. Ike by nine blues. Here.
0: yeah. I think that's German.
1: Ask not what your blues can do, but what you can do for your blues. We need to set aside our differences as combatants on the fan page and come together in unison. For our Blues against the Dallas Stars, Imagine the Blues going to the Stanley Cup and the potential for lesbianism in the Mound City. Uh, Stop saying Mound City. And when I say lesbianism, I don't mean lesbians that are built like guys and play softball. I mean lipstick lesbians that usually do not engage in lesbianism, except for that one time in college when they tried ecstasy. So you are not cheering for the 20 players that will be on the ice tonight. You are cheering for the future of lesbianism in our fair city. We want our children's children to know that it is acceptable for a woman to be with women as a celebration of victory We're in sport about hockey and hopefully spill over in everyday life lesbianism does not happen lesbianism is made to happen LGBT, Steve Wildwood. Mm-hmm. This Stephen Wildwood is Rocco Mediate in 2008 at the U.S. Open. He's come out of nowhere right. and he's going up against Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. But Tiger Woods a little hobbled, so keep an eye on this all month.
0: Okay. And Rocco fell apart in that tournament too, didn't he? He did. Steve in Wildwood. Wildwood.
1: All right, that's what we got. Uh, the boys from We Are Alive are ready to go, and I don't know.
0: Wanna... Uh, I enjoyed the Whistler's poem a lot, and Stephen Wildwood was very good. But Cucky the Dwarf, even though his email wasn't great, he did make the effort to come down here in a half-shirt and parade around a little bit, so I'll give it to him, Cucky the
1: Dwarf. <sighs> I set aside the Barnhart Bra, which would have been back-to-back, Cucky the Dwarf, but I thought the best one was Stephen Wildwood. This Rocco Mediate kind of round he's putting together. Eh. I go with Stephen Wildwood, so you go with Cucky the Dwarf. Yeah. Uh, Plowshark, because uh, Charlie had to go to uh, Lambert Regional for his three-stop flight to Dallas, uh, we have uh, you uh, with uh, with a vote.
5: I have to agree, hands down, Stephen Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> Dang <laughs> man, it, Lucas! Tired
4: of it! Tired of it! I'm tired, tired of it!
1: Guys, in the book, Sonny Corleone is hung like a horse. Thanks, Steve. They got around
0: to that, did they?
1: So in the actual book, The Godfather, they mention his girth? To, who's got time to read books? Is that true? I don't Why, know. How would that
0: come up? I don't know. Why would it come up? I I just don't know. Why does the movie The Godfather come up every single day on this show? It's forty-some odd years old, isn't it? <laughs> it's what people are talking about. People uh-huh. they want.
1: Guys, I read an interesting article oh, about man. the average size of men's love today. Thanks. That's from the six three six. Well, we well you can't we can just any. write that. You got to give no, us more information. No, we
0: don't need any information on that.
1: Five and a half. Guys, they make an uh, uh, they make an homage, homage, homage to Sonny Corleone's length in the movie too. During the wedding, his wife is talking to some girls, and they show her making signs with her hands showing how big it is. Remember? No.
3: no <laughs> They're four. No, she had just ordered a sausage sandwich. Sausage.
1: Sausage? You know what? Now that that gentleman, I assume that's a gentleman, writing that in points it out, I think that does happen. But I don't think it's his wife talking about it.
6: I think it's those bridesmaids, which right. she was banging one of them. Right. Up in the room.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then Tom Hagen comes up to get Sonny for a meeting with the Don. And he's like, here we go again. Yeah,
5: here he is, and he just kind of smirks.
1: Here we go again. Mm.
5: Found Pete's an on update it. on the uh, Godfather uh, downstairs portion. Um, in the Sonny? Yes. It said in the Godfather novel, they included a subplot where Sonny has a huge love. Love. Okay. And has an affair with a woman who also has huge love. I don't understand and a female, how that works. A huge V. Because that's a totally different. A huge. Is v. Is that really something that ever comes up after his death? It's <laughs> not necessarily a selling point. Yeah. After his death, she <laughs> is so distraught, and she has surgery to correct it and goes on to marry the surgeon. That subplot did not make the film, Boy, it but it is that, in the novel. Uh, I don't, I don't know why that was left on up. the cutting room floor. It
3: seems like that might have been made up or manufactured.
5: <laughs> is that on the onion? That is from uh, this comment section. Duke Maxim.
3: Oh, oh comment section. Comment section. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> and then right at the end, uh, they blame Barack Obama for the size of her love. You know...
6: I can't see Mario Puzo putting that into <laughs> the uh, book at all.
5: No, now we have a... Uh, From thetoast.net.
1: Yeah. Seems. Again, another reputable source. Mm -hmm.
5: Please don't forget, and this is a headline. Please don't forget that American classic The Godfather had an important subplot about a big V. That is the title of this article on thetoast.net. So i guess I got to look into this.
1: Must be something to it. Tim, it was his wife. Haven't you ever seen the movie? Thanks. I don't know. I didn't know that it was his wife. Who Isn't that weird? That, wouldn't no, w- went... I mean, why Are any wives running around boasting about the size of their husband? You know what I mean? You wouldn't think so.
3: Maybe if you got them a minivan with a bow on it for Christmas, they'd boast <laughs> <you know, laughs> about that. That helps. That helps. Sure
1: Guys, it's 100% true. Mario Puzo describes it often. Thanks. What is this about? I mean, there's a whole thing going on with this film.
0: I don't know. I haven't read the book. And I'm not going to read the book.
1: The movie was fine movie well, was a classic, but I had no idea that the book spends a lot of time on Santino Corleone's love.
3: Well, it could have been just a page or two. He was a bad Don. Bottom line, he was a bad Don.
6: How would that even come up if you're sitting there writing a book? All right, now this part we've got to get, uh, Contangelo's going to be in here, and then we got this. I Somehow i got to get a big V in there somehow. How do we do that? I haven't even thought about that. Like, I don't think about that.
5: I mean, with a four-and-a-half-hour movie, I would have stayed the extra half hour to find that oh, subplot that long, somewhere in the movie. I, I, the big V could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. She does marry that surgeon who does the V surgery. So, <laughs> it, probably about 20 minutes in the movie. I would have liked to watch that.
6: But. I agree with you, Plowhawk. Huh. How about that's When he became Don, that broad he was banging. She was kind of heavy. Nell Carter? Remember when she when he came Nell out? Nell
0: Carter wasn't in the gun. He's got Carter. 50
6: bodyguards looking each way, and then when Sonny walks out, he's,
0: Yeah,
1: They already looked. You don't need to look, buddy.
3: Come down the stairs.
1: Yeah, Guys, there was a deleted scene in The Godfather where Sonny throws a hot dog down a hallway. Thanks.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Let's back up on Castle. Mm. Tired of it! Tired of it! I'm tired tired of it!
1: Hey boys, Wildwood is actually God's country if you think God is white and Republican. In the book, Sonny beats Carlo with the trash can lid because Carlo sent him porn that he thought was a hot woman but turned out to be a tranny. Is that true?
0: No. No, he beat up his sister.
1: But you've re- so you've read the book? No, I saw the movie. Yeah. Well, I know what he's saying in the book. Oh, it isn't true. Entanglements can be problematic and cringy. <laughs> I know there are a lot of hot dads at youth soccer games. How do they look at b-ball games, Cat? I hear vibrators. That's from Steve in Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. And that's what we have for the Hot Shots email of the day. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. I wrote down six. Matt
3: who bowls at Hanks, wow, White Collar wow, Gangster, wow. Bill Pullman, Justin mm-hmm. Columbia, Stephen Wildwood, Ray King. All good. All good. I think I'm going to go with uh, White Collar Gangster.
0: Well, he was suspended. He's not eligible. I'll go with a fellow by the name of Wildwood, Steve, and Wild. I'm
1: going to go Stephen Wildwood as well. It was mad who bowls and hangs for Stephen Wildwood. Congratulations to Stephen Wildwood. You've won a Lemming's lunch.
4: Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: What's going on in February of 2017 with these emails? Is something we'll always remember. I won't. Hey, boys. Just want to let you know that I am the president of Souter Appraisal, LLC, and I work by myself out of my house.
0: That's the easiest
1: job in the world. Are you even going to mention Charles Oakley today? You guys are scared to talk about it. Is Dolan giving you hush money? If you receive mouth or handwork from a guy, it is not considered gay. Also, if a woman is present in the room during said man-on-man activity, everything is ruled not to be gay. Are you sure that Timberfake 24-7 and this fight aren't just an elaborate plot of the producers of the A&E show Intervention? In the book, a young Vito Corleone gets in an argument with Don Panucci after he called <laughs> Lady Gaga fat, so he shoots him. I'm going to leave you now because I know that you are busy on this, the day of your daughter's wedding. <laughs> Steve in Wildwood. Doug Steve, Steve. In Wildwood now. Competing. In Wildwood. This is a guy who had a really good month yeah. and then kind of fell off. And now you wonder is this a Bo Hart situation? Is he coming back?
0: He's got lots of time to write these emails
3: because he's in a prison. I wrote down six, Tim. I can't remember I
0: mean, the this, last this time I wrote February down six.
1: February 2017.
3: It is unreal oh, what's I, going I, on.
1: Whoever wins this really should should win the throne.
3: Okay, I put down Butch Patrick Biscuits with McGravy Meadow at Hanks, Mr. Felch. Uh, Bill Pullman and Misty Plops.
1: Yeah, I set those aside, too.
3: Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going, uh, I think I'm going Misty Plops. Misty Plops. I like Misty Plops, but he doesn't have my vote.
0: I'm going to vote for a fellow by the name of Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. What? God.
1: I am so torn. I truly am. and I, I, I would like to ask, but it's not fair because the Speaker of the House could break a tie if I were to go in a different direction. Stephen Wildwood got me to laugh the loudest. Even though it was a, it was one brief brief explosion on my chest, but I, it uh. was, I, I, I there were so many good ones. Stephen Wildwood has just shipped the email of the day. Oh, dirt. Stephen Wildwood wins the Hot Shots email of the day. I mean, there were so many so many of those emails on any okay. other day. All right,
5: I would have went with Matt who bowls at Hank. to you? You know, would yeah. You,
4: would you? Tired of it? Tired of it? I'm tired of it.
1: You know, you talk about the tournament. What's it going to be like with Missouri and the Billikens? Doug, how about the Billikens' come back? Yeah, last they won on the last second tip. Uh, get together in Phoenix for a Final Four batch up at a chance at the title. These two teams don't like each other, Butch. They are 120 miles apart. They don't
3: like each other much. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: boat won't even play in the regular season, but it will all come down to this. Don't let me down, Travis Ford. How can you overlook the kids who play so hard for Kimmy Anderson? He beat Izzo, Calipori, Petito, Bassabito, Mussolini, Corleone. <laughs> no rigatoni special today. It's going to be awesome, baby. Steve Wildwood.
0: Steve in Wildwood. Good read. Good read. And then that's what we have yeah. for the email of the day.
1: Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got, I short
3: thought, a. I thought there were three uh, good ones that stood out uh, the River uh, de Pere, yacht captain, uh, Bill Pullman speech. I'm going Steven Wildwood. That's Wild. who I'm going with
4: Steven Wildwood. Stephen Wildwood, Wildwood his ship. The email of the day presented to you by Hot Shots, and that gets him a Lemmings Lodge tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired
1: of it. Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been list. Uh, been to about 50 weddings in the past five years, and sometimes I like to use email the day for advice. Ben Fred, a few suggestions for your upcoming nuptials. Don't include mass with the wedding. We don't want to sit there for over an hour. In the same month, I once heard the same homily from two different priests. Take the pictures before the wedding so we don't have to wait four hours for the reception. The divorce yeah. rate is over 50%. It's not bad luck to see the bride before the ceremony. It's bad luck to get married. <laughs> Hire a DJ to play songs and not hijack the reception. If we're there, we know who you are and don't need some doucher to announce the wedding party. And finally, don't close the bar during dinner. If you do, make sure there is wine at the table or available. I'm giving up a precious weekend night, and when I go out, I don't like to lose my buzz. LGBT, Steve and Wild. These are solid points. Nope. Steve in Wildwood, Razor of Whites. And that's what we are with the Hot Shots email of the day. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Who gets a Lemmings
4: lunch at Hot Shots?
0: Well, there was there were several good ones. Misty Plops, uh, Bill Pullman's speech, uh, Steve in Wildwood. But I, like, I don't know where the, the wedding advice came from from Steve in Wildwood, but I liked his little email. I thought he made some good points. I'm going to say Steve in Wildwood, Razor of Whites.
7: You know... I appreciated Plops' email, but I'm a company man, and I have Hmm. to defend the surveys. Plops, buy a subscription. You want to answer the surveys. Stephen Wildwood, thanks for the advice. You're my learn. Wow.
1: I would have gone with Plops where we see where Ben Fred is, and Stephen Wildwood ships a Lemmings
4: lunch. Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. (laughs) Hey, boys.
1: And Jess? I guess Stephen Wildwood is saying hello to your my wife, wife, who is a listener. She's probably listening right now instead of working. Little League manager. Can't field. Can't run the bases. Someone tell them the game is nine innings. Maybe we should pay them half since we only get half a game. Send them all down to Florida with Gritchick and go play grab ass in some escape room. Do they not know who they are playing for? The best fans in baseball. And Jerko, I did the math. You were more interested in banging your wife than the playoff race of 2016. No, 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 I'm tired of it. Who was it? Stephen Wildwood. Stephen
0: Wildwood got suspended for that. That's a good email. It isn't. Come on, you're when you blame bring up Jed Jerko, when you bring up the escape room, kidding me? Stephen Wildwood has been suspended. Suspended a
1: period of two days. Uh, Stephen Wildwood just texted and shut up, Charlie. That's email today. It isn't. His name is going into the hot shot. <laughs> what suspension do you mean, Charlie? I know. I don't know why he's going after you. There it is, right there, though, Trump. Well, a
0: lot of it was vile, so those guys are out. I guess the one that was the least vile was Misty Plops.
6: Even though he was suspended, the escape room take was funny. The Jed Jerko.
1: No, it was isn't. a baby take. It was funny. Stephen Wildwood. of appropriate I'm really tarn here because it's 10 o'clock and I have to just say something. But, but secondarily, I thought Stephen Wildwood was, was the best. I, the Jerko line probably wasn't yes, the best. Yes, but, but he was joking. Well, I know he it was care. joking. The whole thing's a joke. I read.
0: You can't just say I can say anything in the world because I was
1: just joking.
0: That
6: doesn't cut it. And he said that Jed Jerko was not focused on the 2016 postseason because he was having a
1: baby.
0: That's what he said before that. That was what inappropriate. Was that? I don't remember. <laughs> well, go back and read it.
1: A little league manager. Can't feel, can't run the bases. Someone tell them the game's done in inning. Maybe we should pay them half since we only get half a game. Send them all down to Florida with Gritchick and go play grab-ass in some escape room. This is how no,
0: the beef is. it was the Jerko line that was inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate.
1: I don't remember. So I'm going to go Stephen Wildwood.
4: But I, I, you got hey, to yeah, Lucas! what's Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired, I'm tired of, it. of it. Do Here they,
1: they know who they are playing for? We are... B-F-F-I-I-B-B. We are the best fans in baseball. Jerko swinging at the first pitch, down by three, leading off the ninth. What, do you want to get home to your baby? You'll have plenty of time for that when we release you. <laughs> <laughs> these kids don't need you until they're about 13 anyway. Let your wife raise the kid until then, and you focus on 12 and 17, buddy. Little League manager wants to put his footprint on every game. You just like to change pictures and make it about yourself? These are grown-ass men who have bionic arms after that BS surgery. Leave them in. Of course, a meat in this town won't ask any of these questions. They're soft. It's embarrassing. Have another balloon party, asshats. Tired up. Of- it. Steve yeah. Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. What we have for this Hot Shots
3: email today, what you got? Tunnels 12,000 was a little vile, so I'm not going to vote for him. Uh, Bill Pullman was good. I'm going to go uh, Misty Plops. Misty oh, Plops. <laughs> you say that just out of reflex action.
0: It was, <laughs> the second day in a row wasn't the best one. Craig the CPA was good. Stephen Wildwood is good. I'm going to give it to a fellow by the name of Webster Weenpeaker.
1: I'm going Stephen Wildwood. This one really, I, I really enjoyed it. Now Call it goes to the speaker. Not,
5: I was already on the Stephen Wildwood bandwagon before Tim Boda forms of Stephen Wildwood. Damn!
1: Stephen Wildwood has just shipped his second win of June. And, Doug, this is starting to shape up like the leaderboard at the 86 Masters, where here is a guy at 46 years old who maybe shouldn't be able to compete with some of the young guns on tour like Sandy Lyle. Yeah. But here comes Jack on the back nine, and there's a run in the gallery. Okay, 46.
0: They talk like he was 80 or something. <laughs> Half the guys are 46 out there nowadays.
1: You know, I do wonder about that. Were people dying at 46 in <laughs> no, 1986?
0: No, they really weren't. They really were not.
1: <laughs> I mean, if Mickelson wins, people would be more like, oh, the high school graduation you know, thing. What is he? 47 He's a, or 8.
0: Yeah, but you don't think of him as an old man, do you? No. Somehow Nicholas was an old man, a <laughs> real gray beard
1: at 46. <laughs> How can, how can he even get around a course at 46? <laughs> I'm tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm sure the media in this town was lined up 10 deep at Mobile on the Run Saturday for their 50-cent Kool-Aids, thinking these Redbirds are ready to soar. Wake up, people. They don't care about their fans, the best in baseball. Their priorities are making friends with the opposing team before the game and procreating an already overcrowded planet. Major League Baseball is going to send you a bill for all the baseballs lost this weekend. Nice of you to give the Orioles some extra batting practice. Tired of it. Some Steve in Wildwood. <laughs> Steve in Wildwood. Doug, that's what we have for the Hot Shots email today. Show me what you yeah. got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got, short A.
3: I was gonna go Hipster Tower Grove South, Little Vile. So I'm gonna go Shrewsbury Butter Squirrel.
0: Uh, I'll go with a fellow by the name of Steve in Wildwood.
1: God, I think I have to tell you, I think if I'm setting them aside, I'm setting aside those two. God bless America. I don't know. I don't know on this. This is fun. Leave I mean, it up not to, to not know. You can abstain courteously. No, I I don't I'm curious, Plowboy, where are you going? Because no matter what, my vote's gonna determine it. So I can I can turn the cards over and see where you are.
5: Stephen Wildwood has a good form right now, so I got I got Stephen Wildwood just edging him out. Huh. Iggy, what did you think on the whole deal?
1: He was not
6: listening. No, I thought Bill Pullman's Independence Day speech was my winner. Okay. Oh,
1: God. I thought uh, Stephen Wildwood I thought was the best. I Stephen Wildwood is a shit. But All I was right, right there with you on the cat on the Shrewsbury Butter script. It was good. Stephen Wildwood now has just taken the lead. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's hard he's to got, believe.
0: He's got a lot of time to do this. He's a home appraiser.
4: <laughs> tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. <laughs>
1: So you beat the Phillies. Good for you. Maybe if we scheduled them for the rest of the year, we could have a winning record. It took you 11 innings. You play for the best fans in baseball, and you keep can't beat that AAA team in nine innings. Matheny probably thought the game was over after seven innings, like they do in Little League. Little League manager run the bases like they do in the nine under Bantam league.
0: Yeah. Well, that part's true.
1: <laughs> now that they won a game, Ben Fredbirdson can write another. <laughs> f- <laughs> Write another fluff piece in the Cardinals because the media in this town won't hold anybody accountable. I'm tired of it. Steve and Wildwood, right? Steve
7: Ben Fred Wildwood. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Steve. Ben, have you heard that before? I have not, but I imagine <laughs> I won't hear this. I will now. Fred Birdson. Yeah, thanks, Steve. <laughs> well, what do you do now? Well, I
0: liked a, th- a trio of them. I liked uh, Stephen Wildwood, Mister Nipples, and Timmy Recaps' brother. You like that one? Well, it was kind of mean-spirited, so I won't vote for it. Uh, I'll go for a
1: fellow by the name of Stephen Wildwood.
7: I, I am, too. I'm not going to overthink it. He's in a, he's in a run. Wow. Uh, he's
1: I, was in going, I was going Mr. Nipples today. I like Stephen Wildwood. Don't get me wrong. I had Timmy Recaps, and I had Stephen Wildwood. I had the white-collar gangster set aside. But I, Mr. Nipples was going to get my vote. It doesn't matter what I say, though, Doug, because Stephen Wildwood now is up 6-3 to three on the field
4: tired of it tired of it I'm tired of it
1: so I guess they can just take four days off in the middle of the season. Nobody in the media in <laughs> St. Louis even mentions it. McCurkin's more focused on playing a golf match against the starter at a golf course in the middle of a ghetto than holding his team accountable. Vaughn, get your dockers at Oxford down to one cardinal place and put your finger in the chest of that guy in the bow tie. Of course, how can we count on a guy who can't even get his kids to move out of the house before they're 40? Little League manager. I'm sure that he took them out for ice cream after Sunday's win. Piscotty, you're supposed to be the smartest guy on the team. Hell, your Stanford education gets mentioned twice a game. You hit a ball on Sunday and stood there at the plate as it stayed fair and you were thrown out. Everybody knows you run until the umpire blows the whistle. And Melita, you can't run out of ground ball, You can, but you can steal third. All that ink on your neck probably stoles you down. Switching speeds, I'm glad they're going to have Pride Night because this bunch of losers has been bending over the best fans in baseball oh, all no. year. <laughs> they should combine Pride Night and Christian Night because everybody knows Jesus cures homosexuality. It's in the Bible, right in between the chapter where Jesus slays all the dinosaurs and the other chapter where he invents the internet. Tired of it. Yep. Steve and Wildwood just decided to strike. Ooh.
0: Steve <gasps> and Wildwood. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we have for the Hot Shots email of the
3: day. With two strong finishers.
0: I'm going to go with a fellow by the name of Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. Yeah, it's it's got to be Steve. Steve in Wildwood is just
4: shipped. Man. The Hot Shots email of the day. Tired <laughs> of it. Tired of it. I'm, I'm tired, tired of it.
1: Of it. Hey, Bowtie, nice work at the trade deadline. Wow, you must really like your club, even though the GM just said they will be get, gutting the 40-man roster in the offseason. That is a sign of a team that's really bullish on their chances. <laughs> 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 we can't even get to 500 and you play for the best fans in baseball, here's some suggestions. Bring a barber into the clubhouse and get everybody a high and tight. Get beer for the clubhouse again. Fire that Little League manager and let Yachty be player manager. Matheny can go play with his hunting knives. Don't have a third base coach, it's not like he's out there anyway. Give all the pitchers lifts for their shoes to get that downward plane. And hey, Fred Birdson, stop with your highfalutin Sedalia opinions on this credential for this reporter. Everybody knows Jesus is going to be a pride night and cure their home. Homosexuality—it's in the Book of Leviticus, asshats. Yeah.
0: Tired of it, Steve, Steve and Wildwood. In Wildwood. Well, May Young was—he was, he was uh, vile. He was kind <laughs> of mean-spirited there towards Ziggy, so I won't vote for him. I'll vote for Steve and Wildwood.
7: Man, I gotta go with uh, with 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 Mister Nips. Congrats. But May Young was close.
4: Congratulations to Steve, and wow, would you just ship uh-huh. the email. The formula
1: still works. There will come a time right. when it will no longer work, but Probably. for now... I still enjoy it. I'm
4: tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: Since everybody is such an expert at career advice, let me help out this Schaefer kid. Oh, Brendan Schaefer, you get in on the act now. Welcome. This is the baptism process. Your career choice is not your worst decision in your life. Getting married at 21 is. What, did you take your virginity and you decided to marry her? Now get your ass off of Twitter and get down to number one cardinal place and get in the face of the guy in the bow tie and tell him what's what. You scored one run against Matt Garza, do you see that white thing that guy on the mound is holding? He is trying to throw it past you. Don't let him. That's the problem with the soft media in this town. No one wants to hold this Little League manager and these losers accountable. They're okay with them defecating over the best fans in baseball. You can't even get to 500 How much are we paying these guys? Too much is the right answer. I'm tired of it. Steve in Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. He brought Brendan Schaefer's marriage into his email. And it was right. age 20 for the record. Got not, at 20. not 21. Oh. I don't know where he got that.
0: That was really young. <laughs> really young. I mean, almost needing permission from the parents young. <laughs> almost, but didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't. Oh.
1: Doug, uh, any of these emails stand out to you? Ba?
0: Well, I liked Mae Young's newborn hand, but he's so vile I can't ever vote for him. He doesn't deserve a sandwich. I'll go for Steve in Wildwood. Uh,
1: Matt Whitener, you're sitting in the voting chair today. I'm going to go Stephen Wildwood. Wow, doesn't matter what I say. Look
4: at that. Matt Whitener has decided Stephen Wildwood has shipped another Hot Shots email of the day. Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of
5: it. Next work yesterday. Nothing defines the Matheny bow tie era greater than three errors, 11 strikeouts, and a trade of a 25-man roster player to add to your collection of minor league middle infield talent from Latin America. But that is not my focus today. Nothing makes a sponsor happier than confusing a promotion code. Quarterback, cornerback, running back. Hilarious.
0: I've said it very clearly.
5: <laughs> Why don't you give the wrong phone number and website, too? And while you're at it, ask them to bring you in some food. When is Tim getting back from his snowflake, liberal, jerko-like paternity leave? The only sponsor left will be that damn sticker bus when he returns. And Jay Iggy Nickel Randolph. My wife is from the same hometown as Hediger, so I'm sure she can put in a good word for you. So stop it. Can we get your legal name for the filling of the register? Filing. Can we get your legal name for the filing of the restraining order? <laughs> Stick to women that are so B fib that they let you molest their feet for tickets? No, no, no. Tired of it? That is from Stephen Wildwood. Sure it was.
3: Steve in Wildwood. <laughs> Jennings Randolph III is the technical, the true name.
7: For the restraining order. Yeah. It's a Thank lot, and much, and a lot on the line. Stephen Wildwood must win to force a tie with Plops. And if he doesn't, he has to, am I correct, uh, Robin Feed Larry? Is this correct?
3: I don't think you can force
0: a deal to I'm do gonna,
3: that. I'm going to put my Oof. vote for tomorrow. I'm going to go Stephen Wildwood because I want it to all come down to tomorrow.
7: But that's you know, just I me. I was going to go Stephen Wildwood, but I got a kick out of May Young's newborn hand. I thought there's a lot of creativity there. It's I'm going to go Mae Young's newborn hand. I'm going
3: Stephen Wildwood. Oh, it's all coming down to the last day.
7: Steven Wildwood leaves to see another day. Tired of
4: it. Tired of it. I'm tired tired of it.
5: Oh, what a week it's been. Doug actually voted for Misty Plops in email of the day after he said that he can't have sex for the remainder of the calendar this year because Doug wore out two of his inputs. Jay... (laughs) Jay Camel Jr.'s highlight of the week with getting drunk at a senior <laughs> ass- assistant facility whilst viewing the performance of an Elvis, Elvis impersonator. Some kid from Sedalia, whose balls clearly, clearly have not dropped by the sound of his voice, ran point because Tim decided to take paternity leave. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and that orange guy <laughs> who knows everything has... Ha- and that orange guy who knows everything has had offers from every city in America to produ- produce radio shows, but chooses to rent an apartment in Maryland Heights and work at an AM station that you can hear from blocks around. And finally, the guy who can barely read <laughs> gets interrupted every day whilst he fights the English language. Good week, boys. Aces. Tired of it. Stephen Wildwood oh. went a different route with his email instead of bashing the Cardinals. Good stuff. Good stuff.
3: in Wildwood. I want to I want to say Plops, but I'm going Steve because you know Plops is my dog, but I got to go Steve.
0: Look, I, I can't vote for anybody who used the phrase "whispering brown eye," <laughs> <laughs> and it was mean spirited towards Iggy all the way through.
3: And Steve went in a very positive direction. Yes, he did. Wait, no,
7: he
5: didn't.
3: Well, <laughs> for him, he, he
5: really
7: insulted me. So, Doug, are you going with Wildwood Steve then? Well, but, well Ben, who are you? I'm going to go Steve, ben, but I got a reason. 'Cause that was it was nice. It was he was good email, but also he's been on an incredible run and the Cardinals are, are toast and and, and and he's he should be honored for this. I would have voted
5: for Steve. him too. It's okay, a so Steve it. wins the email of the month. Don't forget those two are still in contention for email of the day that is starting right now. Don't you guys, you guys get it? don't
6: you guys get it? Even though one was ripping me, if you'd have voted for Plops, we would have got to see a dude feed Robin. Robin feed Larry. I don't care That's about worth the admission.
3: It. <laughs>
4: We could just ask that to happen. It'll
3: That'll probably happen. happen anyway. It'll Let's happen. Be Any, honest. Anything
5: for a price, yeah.
4: Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. You were down three touchdowns,
1: and you punt from midfield to pin them deep and let your defense do the rest of your work. Nice work, Coach. Were you trying to wear out their running backs by making them run 80 yards at a time? <laughs> coach Smart is not going to make those guys run sprints this week because they got their work in on Saturday night. Your defense gave up 696 yards, and you don't go for it on Friday fourth down from midfield. He's a horse's ass for doing that. That's a quote. Well, that's a Francesa quote, isn't it? Yeah. That was a Georgia State-Penn State thing. And what is the media and the sound doing? (laughs) Doug should have been getting his sunburnt five head down to Columbia Regional and meet that plane arriving from Georgia and hold these coaches and players accountable. Instead, he's busy at the dad dance doing jello shots, eating Mexican food late night, and sharing hotel rooms with other dads. I've been to about 10 dads weekends, and the only dads that shared rooms are the dads that wanted to share rooms. (laughs) By the way, if you're going to pound some Mexican food, butt play is out. Tired of Of. it. Steve Steve in Wildwood. Steve (laughs) in Wildwood. Is that true? The only dads who want to share rooms are the dads who really want to share rooms? Well, they don't
0: make you share rooms, but you can save a couple hundred dollars. Did other get their
1: own rooms?
3: Some others shared, you know. No, I said, did anyone get their own? I I don't know that anybody did.
0: Mm. Maybe they did. I don't know. Just a bunch of doctors and lawyers sharing rooms. I guess.
3: I wrote so three down. Timmy Tom Tom, Misty Plops, and Steven Wildwood. All very good. I'm going Misty Plops. I didn't like when he said Lake
0: Swamp ass. Is that what he said?
2: <laughs> I
3: thought
0: it was hot. I, I'm, just based on that, I'm gonna change and go to Steven
1: Wildwood. God, I set aside Cucky the dwarf daddy boy? Right. And I'm going with Cucky the dwarf daddy boy. So oh, the plowlock well, is those. the speaker of the house. I think Stephen Wildwood probably would.
5: As you know, Tim, I like a, a good construction tip. I have to say, though, the hotel bit with Stephen Wildwood got me, so I'm going with Steve Oh, my Mark. word. Wow, what? how about that? That's like a better thinker. I think my boy, too, oh, my so word. i an think independent thinker.
4: Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. Now I know how
1: it feels to be carjacked because DeWallet and Bowtie are completely robbing from the best fans in baseball. You make about $200 million a year and you can't spend the money to make us World Series winners? And don't give me this BS that you tried and they didn't want to come to St. Louis. I mean, Stanton went to New York. Gallup took a poll, and 99% of the residents west of Highway 270 who watch Fox News all day would rather live in St. Louis than New York City. And I just went to New York. Nobody even speaks English up there, and they charged me like 400 bucks to eat at Nobu. I went to the Nobu on Olive, and it was under $100. And I had about four of those 24 ounce Japanese beers. And the architecture of that former IHOP would make Frank Lloyd Wright jealous. Enough of this. That's Grichik was right. I will translate what he said about the Cardinals. He's a Little League manager. We aren't going to live with this guy running the team. Bring back Whitey. That's a concept that the best fans in baseball can Whitey. get back on. <laughs> Steve in Wildwood. No, I never, now you've, oh. you've read it? No. He has those hearing aids, so age is not a factor. And instead of paying for that orange fella to go out to Las Vegas and pick his next victim, send his creepy ass dad to one cardinal place and hold Bogdy and his little puppet GM accountable. But the soft media in this town won't do it. Instead of shopping, instead of shipping your car to Florida, why don't you ship a set of balls down there? <laughs> <laughs> See, you can put these Cardinals on notice. I'm tired of it. Doug, that's Steve in Wildwood. You must have seen the evening. Yeah,
0: I recognize the writing style. It's pretty good. Steve <laughs> in Wildwood. I'm give
3: him a couple
1: The of thing G-works. is, if I were to post this on Twitter there would be a large number of people who would think it's serious and, and like it. <laughs> yeah, and be on board with it. It was
3: a good batch, actually. I, I wrote down Stephen Wildwood, Bill Pullman, Mr. Nipples, and hey, Phil, I thought it was... Thank you, uh, emailers. Good batch. I'm going Bill Pullman. Made I'm, not, me laugh the most. I'm going by the fellow by the name of Wildwood, Stephen Wildwood.
1: I'm with Doug. Stephen Wildwood has shipped the Hot Shots email of the day. A nice big red W for Steve. He might not win January, but keep an eye on him in February, Doug. This is a guy who usually starts to warm up as baseball season gets going for
4: some reason. Mm. Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: Uh, glad to have you back, Lil Pendix. A lot of the media in this town have had surgery recently, too. They had their balls removed and won't hold anybody accountable. Steven Wildwood. <laughs> have you already read this? No. Hey, bow tie. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't busy picking out granite for those apartments you've been peddling for DeWallet, you would have signed Holland in time to be ready for the season. And how much does he weigh? His belly looks like mine, and I drink a case of Budweiser every weekend. He was missing the strike zone because his arm motion had to change to get around it. They don't even look like they are trying. This team has no heart, especially Fowler fam Martinez and Osuna. (laughs) Hey, the cat, maybe the next time you hang out with your buddies in the locker room after the game, you can ask why they are screwing over the best fans in baseball. (laughs) Or you can address it when you give them a ride home or finish running their errands for them the next day. I listened to Mad Dog yesterday, and he's completely holding Stanton and the Yankees accountable because he's a pro. Maybe you should tune in this afternoon so you can see how to do it. Congrats on the new backpack, Mike. Steve in Wildwood. (laughs) Steve
0: in Wildwood. That's how you hold people accountable. Yeah.
1: Now why did he pick out Fowler Fam Martinez and Ozuna? What the hell? Top of the lineup? Tired
4: of it. Tired of it. I'm I'm tired tired of of it.
1: Wong, more like wrong. Why doesn't Little League do what my manager did when I was playing CYC? He used to tell the kids who sucked to lean into the pitches so they would get hit and get on base. I mean, I get it. That San Diego closer was really dealing. Stop it. He was so gassed he couldn't throw a fastball, and you knew it was coming. Nice job, buddy. Do me a favor and go down to the beach in San Diego and start swimming. Don't stop until you hit the lava. Mm. And enough already with Wainwright. He was sweating like Esteban Yan out there and had absolutely Nothing. He had trouble getting out of the damn Padres in that ballpark. We have to swing like Dave Kingman to hit it out. (laughs) Pull his ass from the game and bring in Bowman like you do every other game. (laughs) You know Little League is going to give him another chance. You need to step in, bow tie, and do something. (laughs) Run everything through Okendo. I won't be happy until Matheny has to look over Okendo before every decision like he's Carson Kelly. And the media in this town (laughs) is more worried about celebrating Mother's Day for a month. (laughs) Let me do you a favor, Chuck. Set the bar low in the first place. When you have more kids and hate each other because it's so damn stressful <laughs> raising them, you'll wish you would have. You tell your wife you need to skip Mother's Day and get out to San Diego and hold these losers accountable. <laughs> Tired of it. And Steve in Wildwood. Steve
0: in Wildwood. I think he's being serious, though, about the Cardinals. <laughs> Those are serious takes. He's not happy with the manager. Ah. Uh. Stephen Wildwood, I don't necessarily agree with his takes, but he does it in a funny way. Uh, I'm going to go Timmy Tom Tom. I liked Misty Plops. He was suspended, suspended, but the
6: best one was Stephen Wildwood. Stephen
8: Wildwood is (laughs) shit. I'll tell you what:
1: if the Cardinals keep losing, Stephen Wildwood's uh, stock will keep rising. There's an indirect correlation there, Doug. Have you noticed that? No, I haven't really. Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. He's uh, new. I guess you are not even going to address the fact that LeBron James lost an Eastern Conference Championship game in the National Basketball Association by 25 points. Do you even have a degree in journalism? You know that I have it. What I have a degree in? Holding people accountable. Did Michael ever lose a game by 25 ever? The answer is no. He had the flu. His dad died. He lost 100,000 playing golf that day. Was getting tackled in the lane with no foul called. And still won the game and had enough energy to nickname a group of broads that very night. And Hayes, (laughs) do you need a Prozac? I'm sure you're depressed because you can't hang out with your buddies of Minnesota for a couple days. I'm sure you had to get back here. Because you had some showings of those luxury apartments that Bowtie and DeWallet are fleecing <laughs> us for. Put me down for one of those, the one next to Bowtie, so someone will hold them accountable. The media in this town is more concerned with gambling than doing their job. Here's a bet for you. I bet the Cardinals will never win a World Series with a Little League manager. Oh, come on. I'm tired of it, Doug, that's Steve, Steve
3: in Wildwood. Wild I gotta go Timmy Tom-Tom. Uh, of course you're going to go Timmy
0: Well, Timmy. I had him and Stephen Wildwood checked and Carlos Spice. I'll you're go Carlos. Go I'll go
5: Carlos. I had Stephen Wildwood, so we go to the Speaker of the House. I thought Carlos did great work that last line, but I still think Stephen Wildwood <laughs> yeah, was good. Lucas. <laughs> <Marcus. laughs>
1: Congratulations, Stephen Wildwood. When the Cardinals lose, Stephen Wildwood wins. You've noticed that trend. Indirect correlation. And now he's back in the mix for the month of May. Tired of it. Tired
4: of it. I'm tired of it.
1: Hey, Bowtie, an idea just hit me like a bolt of lightning. Hire Krista Glover as a consultant. This broad knows how to motivate. Just turn her loose in the locker room after a loss and see what happens. And your mommies won't be there to protect you like Lucas Glover. Hershey. Mendoza is finally going to be retired from the MLB lexicon. We're going to call it the Mabry line and drop it down to 150 because two starters are already there and another one will be there shortly. You're telling me that you couldn't bring up a guy from Peoria or Springfield or Memphis who can get closer to 200 and maybe make contact more than not? Some guy named Cheerios struck out 10 Cardinals last night. (laughs) I realize this Minnesota team's a juggernaut. Stop it. Nobody outside of that dugout over there could name more than two players on the team. And great decision giving Wainwright a chance to start ahead of Flaherty because Flaherty has looked terrible. You kidding me? Don't worry though, just like everybody who comes up from the minor leagues, the exposure to Matheny will propel their career into a downward spiral in a traded Toronto. And the media in this town
4: would rather talk about who's the hottest golfer on the, on the PGA Tour. Yes, five guys that spent hurts. a half hour ranking the hottest golfers.
1: You will fit right in down at the ballpark when they have another pride night. It's going to suck when you all go to hell for being gay. Read the Bible. Tired of it! Steve in Wildwood.
0: Steve in Wildwood. I like Steve in Wildwood.
6: Uh, Timmy Tom-Tom good at the end, but Steve in Wildwood. Wow, and
1: that's the
4: Cardinals lose. Steve yes. in Wildwood wins. He's I mean, hot. You see what's happening, and he is now tied Timmy Tom-Tom for the Hot Shots email of the month and has just won a lemming special at Hot Shots by winning email of the day. Hey, tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Hayes, where
1: were there a lot of people with you at the airport waiting at the tarmac for your buddies to get back from Minnesota? You sounded a little <laughs> more alive on the show today because you were so happy that all your friends are back in town. Let Let's have a parade down market. We beat the Twins and Carpenter and Fowler brought their average to over 150. Stop it! We just <laughs> went 3-5 and five against the Padres and the Twins. It's one damn game. Now Little League will give them another 10 games to work it out as we painfully watch them pile up the strikeouts. And Holland... You look like you should be on the PBA Tour rather than pitching in Major League Baseball. You're playing for the best fans in baseball, not some hippies in Colorado mm-hmm. or some losers who finished second for best city in Missouri. Yeah. Do me a favor. We will give you the rest of your salary, and you can go back to being an out-of-shape loser like Ted Kaczynski. And the media in this town is more worried about why young people are not buying houses these days. Let me give you a reason these panty-waist millennials aren't buying houses and getting married. Their mommy breastfed them for the first 20 years of their lives, and daddy made sure they always got a trophy. And when something goes wrong, it was their teacher's or coaches' fault. They're trying to crawl back into the womb because their parents never let them fail or take on any responsibility. Why? I can't find a job and I have a degree. Take that degree and wipe your ass with it. Oh! If you want to make money, take the pacifier out of your mouth and get a second job or work for more than 40 hours of your current job. Your fantasy world of what your job and salary should be is exactly that. Fantasy. Now, get off your mama's teat and get out there and get to work. I'm tired of it. Doug, that's Steve and Wildwood. Steve and Wildwood.
3: I thought we had a few of them that were good. I liked uh, Timmy Tom-Tom, but I'm going Bill Pullman. That one made me laugh.
0: I enjoyed Mr. Nipples reference of the Creep Sciences. I thought that was nice. And
1: yet, I'm going to give my vote to Stephen Wildwood. I'm going Stephen Wildwood as well. Mr. Nipples, Timmy Tom Tom, Bill Pullman's independent speech. They submitted worthy emails, but Stephen Wildwood just proved he can win even when the, he can win even when the Cardinals with some unbelievable thing.
4: Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: In honor of the Martinez Bobblehead Night, here are some suggestions. The Mike Matheny mystery managerial move, Bobblehead night, Little League with a perplexed look on his face, trying to figure out how to screw us. The Ozuna climbing the wall while the ball lands in play, Bobblehead. At-
0: that's gonna be the image for the whole season to wrap up the whole year. He's climbing the outfield wall with his glove extended high in the air while the ball drops at the base of the wall.
1: The trades to Toronto Bobblehead collect all 50 former highly rated box now playing north of the border. The puppet master bobblehead, live action, Pinocchio Gersh on the strings, and you play the part of Geppetto both time with Salon. <laughs> Is MVP running this team, too? I'm tired of it.
0: Steve in Dogtown. Or is he back in Wildwood?
1: Uh, he is
4: in Dogtown.
0: Steve in Dogtown. Uh, I'm going to go with a fellow by the name of Steve in Dogtown. Steve in Dogtown shipped
4: it. Steve in Dogtown has won the hot shots. Email today, and He's got himself a Lemmings lunch. I'm tired of it. Tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: Well, this is a tough one for Steve in Dogtown slash Wildwood. Oh, to man. Right, because... He might have lost his whole song and dance. Right. I just wanted to make it very clear that I am joking in the email of the day when I make fun of the Cardinals. There is no need to tag me on Twitter or Facebook with your rants about the team, Little League manager, bow tie, etc. I enjoy your hot takes. However, if I want to disparage the team outside the show, I can do it on my own. This is a serious message to everybody on the fan page. I come to you with peace and love. Peace and love. Please, after Monday, July 16th, I will no longer accept Little League manager references. If any come across my feed, they will be tossed in the trash. Nothing will be like. I'm warning you with peace and love. Peace and love. Little League has been retired. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thanks, Steve in Dogtown. Steve in Dogtown. (laughs) It's a reference the Ringo Starr recording that is played often on the Howard Stern show in which he announces to his fans via YouTube that he will no longer be signing autographs then says peace and love, peace and love and then tells them anything they send him he will send in to the garbage peace and love, peace and love and that, I believe, I believe, Doug, is what Stephen Wildwood was doing. Okay. But I don't know I how many show. people of the uh, in the audience were familiar with the reference, but I thought it was wonderful.
7: No, I wasn't. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com.
2: And we're pleased now to be joined by Stephen Wildwood, or should I say Stephen Dogtown. Stephen Dogtown now. Just moved in May. Thanks, uh, Buck. How long have you been, I don't know about listening to TMA, but how long have you been calling in, texting in, emailing in? When did you start kind of participating in the show?
8: Uh, probably a couple times with the morning grind. Um, I listened a little, but that's when Stern was in his heyday. So I always listened to Stern and there was really no way to listen back again, at least that I knew of at the time. So I, I really didn't listen that much until probably about 10 years ago, my... Uh, I think it was about 10 years ago, a serious subscription ran out, and I didn't want to renew it, so I started listening to uh, The Morning After, and uh, I think my first call in was I went off about a wedding I had gone to, and the funny thing about that one was that uh, Strauss, the late Joe Strauss, was on hold the whole time, and he had some choice words when he finally uh, was gotten to, because uh, he was he was not standing for what I was having to say.
2: Nice. What year do you think that would have been? <laughs> uh, maybe 08. I would say 08. Prob- Summer of 08, I think. Probably not audio that we can find unless it's like on a CD in Jay Boyd's basement. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So you know, you do. Uh, I remember, you know, you'd call in a lot of times you'd have, you'd have almost like life lessons for, for the younger generation. You're, I kind of consider you like one of the oldest kids on the playground and you, uh, you, I thought your, your advice to, uh, was it Ben Fred for the wedding or. uh... Yeah.
8: And then I, I think I've uh,
2: hit, hit all of them a little bit. I I think kind of
8: uh, I'm 48. So I'm probably what in between Tim and Doug and Kat. But I have a, a blended family with four kids, and they're 28, 25, 25, and 19. So I think I've kind of been through a little bit of everything. And the funny thing is, a lot of times when I, when I kind of pontificate about how people should live their life when they're younger or how they should parent, a lot of times it comes back to me because uh, a lot of my son's friends listen now. And so they will actually, uh, text me or text my son and then they'll, they'll give me some crap about that. But it's, it's kind of interesting, especially when I, uh, rip my own kids, which I enjoy doing on there cause it's funny. And, uh, then I play it for him afterwards. And usually they already, they know it immediately like 10 Oh five. I'll start getting texts that especially when one son was living in Dallas and I, I got after him particularly good in one email. And, uh, he, uh, he immediately texted me and said, my phone's blowing up with all my friends telling me about what you said. And I was like, well, you can go listen to it, <laughs> or I'll tell you what I said. Uh, either way, either way,
2: they're all good sports about it, though. That's good. That's but, good. You don't have yeah. any, like, animosity over it.
8: Oh, no, no. They they kind of know. I, I tell stuff like that to their, their face, yeah. so...
2: I'm not afraid to do it there. Either, I, think, I it's, think it's all it's, very fair. You had the, one, you know, I included the one where you were kind of going off on, uh, you know, just cause you have a degree doesn't mean you're going <laughs> to get the job at the salary that you want. You know, that's your fantasy. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's good advice for the, those new college grads that kind of expect- Yeah, nothing's given to you. So, I, I mean, and I know Doug
8: gives me a little bit of trouble about my work ethic because I'm an appraiser and it's so easy, but I probably work 60, 70 hours a week. So yeah. it's, it's
2: uh, if you want to make money, that's what you gotta do sometimes. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, I was an MIS major and I go into school, start in college in 99. And you just had this idea of, okay, you go, you major in this and then you have your pick of like four really well paying jobs out of school. Cause this is what's hot. And then dot-com bubble bursts like halfway through college. And by the time I got out, it was like, oh, where'd all the jobs go? And I I just pretty <laughs> much, I pretty much just started, okay, I'm just going to forget everything I learned and just start figuring it out on my own. And here I am like 14 years later. And I think I'm doing pretty yeah, well. some,
7: sometimes you got to make
2: your own job. Doing so, pretty yeah. well, and, you know, just playing the, the solo game and, uh, you got your clients and you just, you know, you build your, you bundle all these clients together and all of a sudden you end up with like a successful operation and it's, you have, you have the autonomy and you have the autonomy to participate in TMA without worrying about, you know, HR or compliance or anyone coming after you. It's like, oh no, Mike, my, my clients know what's up. They're not really, they're not really worried. Yeah, I was kind of, I was probably a
8: little uh, less eager to put my name on stuff with the show when I was, I was working for a bank for like eight. So I, I don't think anybody there listened. So it was fine. But, you know, if they would have figured it out, I'm sure I would office at some point but yeah I tend not to I tend not to be too vile but I think I think sometimes with some of my comments have, about <laughs> religion and whatnot if you
2: have anyone who's out to get you they can use the slightest thing against you it is it is bad I definitely will say my my participation ratcheted up after I left my employer and went solo just because number one I had more free time when I was first starting out you know it was just like oh I have all this extra, not all this extra free time, but I don't have to go to these meetings. I don't have to sit through these, listen to this crap. I can slack off and just, you know, I can just start producing Swilp's Picks and using that to, uh, to market yeah. my services. Hey, so, you, you get to get out in front with that green jacket
8: on. Nobody, everybody knows you now with yeah, the green well, jacket. Come on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> um, so For let's sure. talk about, let's talk about the tired of it themed emails. They're so funny. I mean, you had one line about Mathini can go play with his hunting knives. I mean,
8: these <laughs> these are. I
2: like to call, but I like the
8: callbacks. You know, and they all enjoy them. I think my goal is email uh, as emailer is. I love it when I get a little uh, plowsy high as f laugh in the distance, and that just makes my day. I don't have to win. All I have to get is that laugh in the background. Yeah, and I don't know if I. I don't know if you get it as any anymore with. The current situation but when c bar was there he was always kind of close enough to the mic that he, you could hear him laugh and I, that was awesome but right. i stole the uh tired of it from old uh, fesco and i actually made a the first like a well i think winter of maybe sixteen seventeen that area i called in and and tagged what it, uh, several hot takes with the tired of it and then calling in is like it's a risky proposition like, the only one who kind of gets away with it a lot is Caller Adam because his name is Caller Adam. He's a good caller. But it's hard to maintain good calls just because it's spur of the moment. You get nervous. When you write an email, you can put all your thoughts down. It kind of came to a head with uh, Matheny. And, you know, he he just was I – I never really had anything against Mike Matheny, but I just thought it was funny people would call him a Little League manager because he – Coach Little League, and and it, I kind of went back to, to the early 90s. The Cardinals were horrible, and Slayton used to do this show in the afternoons, and he would just rip from beginning to end the Cardinals and how nobody in the media held them accountable or anything like that. And I kind of combined all that into these emails and then just think of, like, the craziest thing uh, a, a b-fib would think of to rip on about the cardinals like them not show, wearing the appropriate thing having tattoos haircuts right. religion whatever it was just because it's so silly or to take paternity leave which you know they they should be with their baby i understand that but it was i thought it was just funny i think one of my best slides was uh when i said jerko had postpartum depression and <laughs> it was just it kind of i don't think it won me the email but i
2: sometimes the f- lines that I think are funny are probably not as well, funny to you, some people. You did the math and he was more focused on banging his <laughs> wife than on the playoff race. Of 2016. Which is, uh, which is like, it's, I, I'm sure someone
8: in the, you know, who's best fans of baseball who listens to joy. 97 or whatever all days pre- and watches Fox news probably said that. Joy, 99. joy 99, whatever it is. I, I don't know where it is on the dial. I don't really listen to that, but, uh, but no, it's just it's I tried to do as ridiculous as it could be the pro, the proposal and uh just go with
2: it and see what would happen, but well, I some people seem to like it. I thought it played very well, and you were you were winning emails, and you were winning email of the month at like the height of the competition with all these other heavies in there: Misty Plops, Matt Who Bowls at Hanks, Cucky the Dwarf, Bill Pullman, Timmy Tom Tom. Now, um, and you were you were definitely like right in there with the best of the best. So, Man, um, I, tried. I tried. I tried. It, I. It was fun. I enjoyed doing it. it
8: sometimes I would kind of feel bad just because you know, I, I, the way I would rip on people and you know, the, the other thing too, was like, and, and this is a total BFIP thing to kind of rip on, uh, players of color <laughs> right, right. who are, who are not really trying, but which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's just, it's so ridiculous. It's like, let's see how ridiculous we can make the, make it. And, uh, go from there and yeah the the thing is too it's and not to be a total lemming here but tim does a great job i mean like it On it kind of opens yeah. it up for him i did one i think where he was Vince scully one where he's uh you know Dick, uh, dickie v dickie v and then uh then john f kennedy because i know he loves stern and i do too and that is like any any anything that comes from the stern show i love in fact i think
2: I thought peace you did a great love. job of like when it was over, when Matheny <laughs> got fired being like, you don't have to tag me. It. W- I was kidding. <laughs> I am not. I don't need to read your hot takes. Peace yeah. and love, peace <laughs> and love. And then McCurtain had to explain the reference because like four people probably got it, you know. Right,
8: right. Yeah, There's. there's seems to be a lot of them on the fan page who uh, listen to Sturd. I think too, when I first started calling and texting in, I thought I was Stern and I was really mean and just like not funny. And I think sometimes Tim wouldn't read them or he would read them and be like, that's kind of an asinine thing to say because it was more mean than funny. Yeah. Um. Because Stern back then, I mean, he's, he's calmed down a lot. He's, I, you know, I didn't really like how he was, but I kind of became that type of person who was just mean and not funny, you know? So I kind of, Broke out of that and grew up a little bit as uh, as it's gone along. I think I started out as more of a caller. Then I became more of a texter and then more of an emailer. But uh, one time about three years ago, it was when the Rams were about to leave. The Cardinals had gotten knocked out of the playoffs. The Blues were sucking wind. And I was just kind of depressed with sports in general in St. Louis. So I took like two weeks off the show and never – called, texted, emailed, did nothing. And I think this is sad. Like Tim did a wellness check on me. He was like, texted me on my personal phone. It was like, are you okay? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Just a little bummed out with the sports scene. But it was like, I don't know if I should be ashamed of myself that I text and call and email in so much that he actually contacted me, or should I be impressed with that? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. That I was a maybe little you, weird.
2: Had, you had keeled over or killed yourself. <laughs>
8: yeah, yeah. I thought he thought he thought I had died. I guess or because I wasn't. had been
2: to institutionalized. Be, or yeah, yeah. yeah, that's possible. That's possible. What prompted you to text in that Godfather line about the Sonny's girth and the?
8: Well, you know what's funny is, Godfather comes up so much on the show or you know in at that time frame it did a bunch of de- bunch of yeah, times yeah. And, and I had read the book which you should read the book I mean it is a tremendous book and there's so many stories in there that are not covered in the movie and they spent a lot of time on uh on Sonny and his big uh, penis and uh the gal that he bangs in the movie That's a bridesmaid was actually because her vagina was so large, she was the only one who could accommodate Sonny. And in turn, he was the only one who could hit the spot that she needed to be hit. And they were so into each other because of that. It kind of covers that in the book. And then when he dies, she's so uh depressed that she goes out to Vegas or they sent her out to Vegas, you know, that's how they kind of did it with the Bob and, uh, when she's out there, she finds a, a guy who can uh, make her vagina
2: smaller and he does, she does marry him. So it's a, it's a good book though. It's worth, worth the uh, read. I, I just loved the like, Oh, was that on the onion? And then it's like, Oh no, we found a second, <laughs> we found a second source, a second, really obscure, <laughs> questionable source. And then all of a sudden it became your running gag of where you would just make things up. Well, in the book, you know, it's because he sent him tranny porn. <laughs> yeah.
8: That uh, The one was when uh, Plowsy met somebody at the at the the uh, laundromat that week. And uh, so I I said that uh, when when he was off, you know, off in Italy that he met met the uh, Apollonia Apollonia. (laughs) Apollonia. at the uh, at the at the Sicily uh, suds. But uh, that, was, that was a pretty good one. I like that one, too. But it, it's just, I love The Godfather. It's my favorite movie of all time. And uh, I, I, my favorite one, too, is uh, when Fredo says he's smart. It's not like they say. Yeah. That's probably the best line of the movie.
2: Cat Gets Cat me like, every time. I love it when Cat says it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, I'm smart. It's not like they say. R.I.P. John Cazal. So... Before I let you go, and uh, you know, I, I wanted to get you on uh, that when I did the Joshua Sode, I could I, I was gonna do potentially a double interview, and we our, the schedules didn't work out, but now I found the email where you sent in the story. You had told me the story previously <laughs> yeah. when we were hanging out one time. Let's let's get back in time. So what year was this? You're some, where were you on the East Side?
8: No, I was actually at McCormick and Schmicks in okay. West I County Mall. That... In West County <laughs> Mall,
2: okay. Yeah,
8: it's like they had a good happy hour, and uh, me and my buddy were there, and he actually knew Joshua because they used to work at uh, the Oz together. Back in the day, uh, Joshua worked. I guess he was a bartender or something, or maybe he just went there. I think he worked worked there, though. I don't know if you know what the Oz is. I remember the it's commercials. Like, I never. I was never blessed enough to go there. You know where Pops is? Yes. It's right in that same parking lot. It used to be the Oz. And it was the only like nightclub in St. Louis. And they used to have this deal. It was like every Friday night maybe or something. It was like $5 all you can drink. But so many people died coming back from the Oz in drunk driving accidents that they stopped that. But they, they actually, it was a pretty fun bar. And it was open till you know, the sun rose up. But but actually, he and Joshua worked there. So he knew Joshua. So Joshua walks in with that gal, and I mean she was a pretty gal, real real nice looking gal, and uh we're talking to him and he's he he had this big wad of money and he was like he sold a portion of the Joshua franchise to a guy and it, it was like it was really weird just the way he was talking and his songs. I guess that's when just when iTunes started. So it was probably back in oh8 maybe oh9 somewhere in there. And uh, he he was saying all this stuff. And, you know, we're listening to the song, but it's on his girlfriend's phone because he had like some crappy phone that didn't have it. So we're listening to it. And uh, her boyfriend, her friend from the night before had told her it was so great hooking up with her the night before, (laughs) after Joshua had said how much he loved her. and This is his girlfriend and everything. It was just kind of humorous, but I felt. A little sorry for Joshua, but he was probably in his 50s at the time and the gal was probably, you know, 25 years old.
2: And who was this guy? Was it Dan Marshall that that bought a a percentage of the franchise? Who's throwing that money around investing in Joshua?
8: (laughs) It it was probably somebody who didn't have much intelligence, so maybe Dan Marshall. That would would fall in line. But uh, it was a really weird experience. and Just the way he dressed, I mean, he had like, and he really did have like an Affliction T-shirt and those fringy jackets like Billy Jack used to wear and these tight jeans. And it was and it was funny, the bartender at McCormick at Schmick's, I kind of knew her. And she was like, yeah, he comes in all the time and he never tips well. So <laughs> it was like all these things about him were just so weird. And I mean, I would love to hear what he's doing
2: now. Like, where, where are they now with Joshua? But I don't know if you could actually find him. Well, I think he's been spotted once in like the last five years. He was at that (laughs) GNR show. Beer Cat spotted him at the GNR show. Well, according to my buddy, the guy who invested in him wasn't
8: too happy because he didn't get much of a return. Because I would always ask him about him and he would be like, I haven't seen him in a while. I can't remember what his real name was. But it was uh, definitely interesting that I wasn't – I never saw a Joshua – live but i remember him from the show so it was uh definitely
2: blessed. interesting <laughs> i wasn't blessed <laughs> enough to to have that did you ever see him live no, or I, you were... I i didn't make it to any of those gnd of the year uh afc nfc championship parties back then i missed out i got the email i got the email invites i just thought it sounded like the creepiest thing ever and now i look back like i missed <laughs> completely missed the boat
8: <laughs> i think i went to one of them but it was like uh down it was at patios but back when patios was maybe just starting and it was in about the size of it was when it was alligator alley or whatever so yeah, yeah. there weren't many people there but it's uh, you know i enjoy listening to the show and all the people i mean i i think too that fan page really makes it because uh it's it's good to see people in action
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I think you're a great, you know, kind of wise old man of the, uh, you know, the oldest kid on the playground and the wise old man of the kind of knit wittery fest, at least from the fan side. So uh, I guess uh, keep, keep sending in those emails. I guess you'll maybe not the the tired of it shtick, but you'll still kind of (laughs) send in your life lessons and you'll have, I'm sure at some point there'll be a new, uh, I mean, you can always do the god. I think the Godfather in the book, uh I it, think transcends
8: that, 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 it, transcends it transcends
2: time it transcends time you can you can always bust that one out when there's a good when there's a good segue yes for sure thank you thank you appreciate uh, it all right well we'll see you uh maybe at a, at a tma live or one of these events maybe one of the le- if they do any of those uh i think i saw you at the joe buck q a uh if i see it any yeah yeah yeah. Any any of the less scummy events, we'll uh, we'll see you there. Now that they live in now they live
8: in Dogtown, I got
2: to move it closer. Do go to that Webster one; I can make it. Yeah, yeah.
8: Well, thank that's, you, that's, thank that's, you, Buck. Cool. I love your work, and I uh, I enjoy it. Thanks right. for doing
2: this. We'll see you later.
7: You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes
2: of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. Once again, I'd like to thank Steven Wildwood for joining us. Oh, get on with it, motherfucker. Get on with it, motherfucker. Well, get on with it, motherfucker. Mother... Well, mother... Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the matchup.
0: The buck swope <laughs> joint. The <a> buck swope <laughs> joint.
3: Luck be a lady tonight. Oh, that's another Luck one. be a lady tonight. That's a good
0: one. Let's rub
1: shoulders. What do you say? Hold on,
0: dog. His skin's rough, just like yours. <laughs> Had a bunch of butt play last night.
1: Oh my! Digital uh, play only gets you so far. That's my credo.
0: Be the tongue. Be the aggressive tongue.
4: Orally stimulating my rear end. Easy. I'm easy, Doug. I'm easy, Doug. All right. Oh,
7: yikes.
0: You could hide a family of four in that shrub. My legs are so far in the air. It looked like
5: I was giving birth. Okay. <laughs> I'll
0: be right back. It's a buck slope <laughs> joint. I like old white guys. Hello, kiddo. Mmm, grandpapa. <laughs> Fans
5: will ask for pictures of their weens. Is that right? <laughs> I'm
0: getting in line. I'm next. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. Doug soft cow, wow.
5: Yeah, I mean I do have sick game. The buck woke joint.
0: <laughs> now we get down to naked sunbathing and what hurts and what doesn't hurt.
5: Somebody walks out with a huge rager.
6: <laughs> we do usually oh do God. a hit of black beauty or white cross and <laughs>
8: <laughs> What's that? <laughs>
6: big full-grown bush.
0: Okay,
8: all right. Is Lee <laughs> having a panic attack.
6: <laughs> <laughs> to stay up all night and dance. Wait a wait a wait wait
5: a wait 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 a a Hot,
1: passionate Coital activity.
0: Oh. So if you're if you're going to Bell Reef for some action, find the tushy booth.
6: Is that all gay or any bisexuals Jimmy Jones? there?
0: This song says, "I know you're here. my stepdad." The Would you like to dance?
6: Whoa, 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 whoa dog!
0: This
7: sounds just, like a sleepover. Sounds
6: good. If- I can find his niece for you if you'd like. Yeah, you met oh. up, with up with Left this a thing. little something in her. Room.
3: <laughs>
8: Gather yourself. I'm talking. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>